This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. We have to come to a full understanding of what is about to be taught today. The letters of the New Testament that form the majority of it are the instruction manual of how those that profess to being quote-unquote Christian are to live their lives. Within these letters, time and again, there are warnings of behavior, just like other instruction manuals out there. These warnings are needed reading and required to be followed. Like for example, you must make sure there is no electrical power going to the device or you will be electrocuted. These are warnings found in the letters within the New Testament. Why have warnings? Because it is made clear that those that practice these behaviors will not be welcome into heaven. Now there are those that call this untrue, a lie. These are those that have embraced teachings like once saved, always saved. What they need to understand that once they called any part of the Bible a lie, they just proved where they stand with God himself because they have just denied Jesus Christ to the world. Matthew 10:33. But whosoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. How can they be quote-unquote saved once Jesus Christ has denied them? The answer is simple. They aren't. Now while those experiencing a hissy fit at this moment, and once again proving they are living by the flesh and not by the Spirit, Galatians 5.19-21, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissension, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I have told you in the past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. We, however, will continue with today's lesson, which comes from Ephesians chapter 5. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is in idolatry has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. I will restate that in the King James. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God, nor covetous man who is an idolater. 
most misconstrue what constitutes idolatry. They believe it is worshipping a stone idol, when in its reality the true definition was just given them from the Bible itself. Covetous man is a covetous or avarice person, one desirous of having more, eager of gain. Those that live this lifestyle form the majority that profess to being quote-unquote Christian at this time, many of which embrace the false teaching of once saved, always saved. Most that live this way attend church regularly, yet, as was just mentioned earlier, by living this lifestyle, they are in fact denying Jesus Christ, who in turn has made it clear that he has denied them to his Father. Simply, they are living a lie. And who is the father of lies? John 8:44. You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the very beginning, and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Please note from where these words spoken by Christ came from. He was speaking to the Jewish community that said he was possessed by a demon for the truth being spoken by him. This is how those now speak to individuals like me that are teaching the true word of God. Those that seek after possessions, property, after status, are in fact idolaters. I will restate Ephesians 5 once again. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. What does Jesus Christ call these people? Revelation 3, 15-17 I know your works, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish you could be cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you from my mouth, because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Please awaken to the truth. Those that are modern-day idolaters are, in fact, the lukewarm. Revelation 3, 18-21 I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. And anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him, and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. What is it we are instructed to do? when we find ourselves surrounded by those that live in sin. 2 Timothy 3, 1-5 But know this, that in the last day perilous times will come, for men 
will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying his power. And from such people turn away. Leave those buildings called quote-unquote churches which condone and allow people to live in idolatry, especially those that have huge congregations. Turn to the Bible and not just read it, but study it. Dig deep into the meaning of the words written down upon the, those pages and come to have a personal relationship with the Creator of everything. When we try to understand the teachings of Jesus Christ, we seek not to become more prosperous, but just the opposite. We seek to downsize, to shed the world and gain and seek after treasures in heaven. Matthew 6, 19-24 Don't store up treasures here on earth, where moths eat them and rust destroys them, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven, where moths and rust cannot destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Many do not understand what is being taught in verses 22 and 23. This is actually a teaching of where someone stands in their understanding of their salvation. Many say they are filled with light, especially those that have embraced the false doctrine of once saved, always saved. They do not understand that their eyes are unhealthy and blind and live in darkness. They themselves see light, but when in fact it is darkness. The more they seek after prestige here in this world, they sink deeper and deeper into darkness. Take the Pharisees as a prime example. Luke 16, 14-15 Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard all these things, and they derided him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your heart. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. As I have discussed in my podcast number 114, something that is an abomination is on par with the Antichrist. Does anyone truly wish to be compared to the Antichrist? What is highly esteemed among men? 1 John 2, 15-16 Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. 
For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. Therefore, those listening that are still seeking after what is best, expensive, and glamorous need to take a step back and really look into where they wish to spend eternity. For it is made clear that they are not welcome in heaven. I didn't say this. The Bible said it. As for those that question these words, let us look at Romans 2, a chapter specifically aimed at those that profess to being quote-unquote Christian. Romans 2, 1-11 Therefore you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judges, for in whatever you judge another you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? But in accordance with your hardness and your impatient heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to each one according to his deeds eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality, but to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth but obey unrighteousness indignation and wrath tribulation and anguish on every soul of man who does evil for the jew first and also for the greek but glory and honor and peace to everyone who wants what is good to the jew first and also to the greek for there is no partiality with god those that embrace the teachings of one saved, always saved, are stating that they are favored with God, that they are special and exempt. Let us reread the last verse in a different translation. Romans 2, 8-11 But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. But there will also be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. Any who think they are special and exempt show a type of covetousness, for since they are favored, exempt, they can live their lives however they see fit, indulging in that which Christ himself said not to seek after and partake of. So they willingly and gladly enter into sin, for they are going to heaven no matter what. However, as has been shown here in this lesson, that is the furthest thing from the truth. 
Christ despises those who live in covetousness and profess to being quote-unquote Christian, for in reality they are living and walking exactly as the Pharisees did. They willingly and gladly wish to be known as worse than those that openly deny God, for that is how the lukewarm are seen and known. That is why the world laughs at and hates God, because they see how those that are hypocrites live and see in their eyes that God is not real, not realizing that they are not seeing God, but covetous humans seeking to please themselves and not whom they profess to follow, all the time following their own lust and desires, leading them deeper and deeper into darkness. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I